What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fanalyze. In this episode, we're going to be breaking down the Andy Dalton, everything that's surrounding this guy. He got released, got picked up by the Cowboys. Um, we're going to be diving into a ton of different questions that uh, everyone has around the league. But uh, starting off, the main question, did the Bengals make the right move? What do you guys think about this? Yeah, um, I think when they cut him, it saved them around $7.5 million. And, I mean, obviously they weren't getting any trade calls, so they definitely would have traded him for at least something. But, um, as you saw, they didn't. And I think that was probably the smartest thing you could have done is because now you, you're telling Joe Burrow, hey, we have 100% confidence in you. And, you know, sucks to be Andy, but it's a business. Yeah, I think the Bengals did the right thing. I, I can't really see... Andy Dalton being that much of a, a mentor for Joe Burrow. I think Joe Burrow would overpower him in almost everything. Um, yeah, I think the Bengals made the right move here. I'm going to disagree here. I think they made the wrong move. I feel like it, you you sit Burrow for a year, you let him develop, let him uh, learn the NFL. It's a lot different game than he's playing in college. Um, I, I think Andy Dalton could be a really good mentor for him, so – I definitely disagree with that. I think there's some parts of that team that are still a little shaky. I don't like the offensive line. I think there's a lot of concerns there. Um, So I feel like you should sit Burrow for the first year. Let him learn. I don't think this team is there yet to where they need to rush into anything and risk him getting hurt. So. Well, the only side I can agree with you on that is I would like to see, like, Bengals have more depth at quarterback which is definitely what the Cowboys needed in picking up Andy Dalton, but um, that would have been nice to see on the Bengals as well. So that's the only yeah. point I agree with you on. That's Burrow now. I think they've got Ryan Finley and Jake Dolagala, and, I mean, we all saw how Ryan Finley turned out. And the only time you've seen Jake Dolagala play is at the end of a fourth quarter during the preseason. So you don't really know what you have in any of those. Actually, you do know what you have in the backup. But, you know, besides Joe Burrow, if he goes down, I think the Bengals are a little bit I do think they need to try to sign somebody who's decent enough to get the job done. If down. Okay, so it sounds to me like you guys think the Bengals are serious, like Super Bowl contenders this year. Like you? Oh hell you, no! You don't think that? Okay, because all right, making the playoff. Interesting. But I don't think they're not going to the Super Bowl anytime soon. Still got to fix the offensive line and. We haven't even seen how this defense is going to play yet. Obviously, they revamped it over the course of this whole offseason, but we haven't seen them play yet. Obviously, it's, this is like any team. It's with the Browns. We saw them on paper. They looked like they were going to be amazing. Didn't turn out as good as we thought. We thought the Patriots, even though they had a lack of weapons, they were going to be really good. They, didn't, they got into the wild card and lost in the first round. And then you see teams like the Titans, who you think are not going to be that good of a team, and the coaching and stuff gets them in. So I think – it all, until we see them actually play, I don't really have a certified opinion on what's going to happen. Yeah, I definitely don't think they're there. I think the Browns are actually a really good comparison because they're adding all these weapons. There's all this hype now in Cincinnati, but they still have a really shaky and young offensive line. They don't really know who their right guard is going to be. Um, right tackle is definitely shaky. Are they going to start Bobby Hart? Are they going to go with a – Johnson at right tackle. Um, so it all just depends. A lot of shaky spots. Like you said, revamp defense. This 
Um, it's almost completely different now if you look at it compared to last year. So a lot of areas of concern for the Bengals. I definitely think they're going to disappoint a little bit this year. I don't see them being a playoff team. I think they have an outside shot. Like, I want to revise what I say. They do have a shot to making the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be like a first-round bye or any spectacular record. But I do think they have an outside Because, in my opinion, besides the Ravens, I think the AFC North is kind of up in the air. I think the Ravens, they, they have one of the easiest schedules. They're favored in literally every game they're scheduled to play. You have the Browns, who, again, like how you said, are like the Bengals in some fashion where they have all this talent and hype around them, but we don't know what the coaching is going to do. So that's my yeah. two cents. I mean, don't sleep on the Steelers either. They added Eric Ebron, which is a huge weapon for Big Ben coming back off injury. I don't know how about the Steelers. Uh, I mean, they, I, I, Mike Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the NFL, so. Yeah, no matter what the Steelers do, I, they're always, like, up there. At least even record. I mean, definitely in playoff contention every single year. So, I mean, I, I see them going second in division. Oh. I really don't see Browns or Bengals competing at all. Oh, I could see both those teams definitely competing. I think it's going to be a really tough race for second spot. Because each team yeah. definitely has their flaws. Um each team has concerns going into next year. You know, will Big Ben be okay after that injury? Will he stay healthy? What's new with Kevin Stefanski? What What is he going to bring to the Browns? Is he just another Freddie Kitchens who doesn't understand that offense? Um, for the Bengals, all these new players, new defense. So th- there's just a lot of questions between those teams. But if you look at them on paper, they're good teams. I really think that's going to be a competitive division. Yeah, I do agree with you on that front. It's going to be very, very competitive. All right, so moving on, next question is, what does this mean for Dak Prescott? See, I think that this move is going to provide him with a little bit of veteran leadership, which he didn't really have when Tony Romo was out because he was injured. I mean, that can only do so much when you're injured and you can't really show the guy anything about that and he was already on his way out so mm-hmm. Tony Romo thinks it's been a while since he's had someone that like it everything's been on his shoulders for a while now so when you have somebody behind you that's pushing you and it's not like white it's hopefully gonna make him play better and another thing I see with the whole Andy to Dallas move is if Dak doesn't play out of his mind this year and is not like an MVP candidate he's out because they paid Dalton and, I mean, if if Dak starts to struggle, they're putting Dalton in. They will not pay Dak. Dak is one of those quarterbacks where there is no excuse this year. I mean, they have yeah, almost a picture-perfect offense around him. You're talking top five running back, top five wide receiver core, probably the best O-line in the league. If you don't get it done this year, new head coach Mike McCarthy, who's proven himself, he's won a Super Bowl before. If you don't get it done, you're out. Yeah, 100%. I agree with you on that front. Yeah, I, I like the competition they have going on. Uh, Dallas Co- Cowboys quarterbacks, I could see this working for Dak. Um, step up his game a little bit, and, I mean, hopefully he gets paid. You know, get paid, get laid, power raid. Um, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Get paid, get laid. Perfect. 
All right, moving on here. Um, we saw Andy Dalton when he first got released. The biggest two teams I saw, I don't know if you guys saw the same thing, were the Jaguars and the Patriots. What does this mean for those two teams? The Patriots, they're going between Brian Hoyer, who's more experienced, or Jared Stidham, who had a really good preseason last year. The Jags, they got Gardner Minshew, obviously. Is he worth all the hype? I know he's a fan favorite, but when it comes down to it, is he going to win games for that team? I think both of those teams are going to be interesting to watch because I feel like Gardner Minshew is one of those guys where no matter what, he seems to make play and uh, get the job done. Now, when it comes to the Patriots, I think Bill Belichick had a plan in mind this entire time. He got Jared's the reason he drafts these quarterbacks. You've seen it with Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Brissett. Now, one's more successful than the other, but both of those guys have been starting quarterbacks in the NFL, and they've done a pretty decent job for when they've played. So he knows how to draft talent at quarterback, and I think he has faith in Jared Stidham. So I think Bill Belichick's good on that front. But then when I look at the Jaguars, like I said, um, Minshew, obviously he had this great year this past year for, you know, being a, was that, a sixth-round rookie. So – It'll be interesting to see. And, I mean, they did sign Mike Glennon, but I don't know what that's really going to do for them. So, yeah. Yeah, I think um, Jared Stenham is definitely the guy on the Patriots. Um, Brian Hoyer, he just pretty much knows the playbook. Um, I guess that's nice to have around. But I definitely think Jared Stenham is their guy this year. As far as the Jaguars go, um, I'd say it's iffy. I like Gardner Minshew at that spot. Mike Glennon, I really don't see what he's going to do, but I like Gardner Minshew in that. Yeah, I think for the Jaguars, the time to get a quarterback is right now. They're in full rebuild. There's no questions about it. They are a rebuilding team. That's when you go out and you really have to find your franchise quarterback. I don't know if it's Minshew or not. Uh, I don't think we've seen enough of his gameplay to tell whether he's going to be their guy or not. As for the Patriots – I think they're starting to be a rebuild. They've already talked about tank for Trevor Lawrence. I'd say you put in Brian Hoyer this year. He knows the playbook. Let Stidham sit again. I'm all about developing those quarterbacks behind these uh, experienced guys. Yeah, uh, I agree with you on that. But uh, moving on, last question. Uh, What does this mean for quarterbacks like Cam Newton and Joe Flacco, assuming that Flacco is not retiring? Joe Flacco, I don't think he's going to have a job. I mean, I think his career is pretty much over with. And Cam, although he said he wasn't going to sign anywhere, if it wasn't for a starting job, he's kind of been humbled by the quarterback. Although it's not what he would want, he's willing to come in and be a backup. So I think if there's a quarterback that room that either looks like it's struggling or there's injuries during the preseason or the beginning of the regular season, he'll probably sign with that team. So I think that's whatever team looks like they're struggling in the QB department, we'll, they'll bring him in. Yeah, Joe Flacco, I really don't see him doing anything. Um, Drew Locke's the guy. He should be up front. Uh, Joe Flacco, stay behind him. As far as Cam Newton goes, I would I would actually bring this back to like the Patriots and Jaguars, which are weaker in the quarterback position. If one of them were to get injured or something, Cam Newton comes in midseason, that could be big time. Yeah, um, 
for Joe Flacco, I could see him being a really good coach one day, maybe. Maybe be a quarterback coach for, like, the Ravens or something. Don't think he's going to have a job, though. It, his time is over. He got his Super Bowl. Just go out on a high horse. Um, Cam Newton, I my prediction for him is that he's going to sign with the Steelers because he, he's going to be a backup. I mean, that's pretty much established at this point. And last year we saw when Big Ben went down, they had Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph, neither of which stood out in any way as playing well. Uh, both got benched at certain times of the year, so it's a real messed up situation if Big Ben goes down there. Yeah, I mean, one of their quarterbacks has the name of Duck, and the other one got his shit beat in by Miles Garrett with a helmet. So, not I would great. say they stick out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just not <laughs> unique. Just not, just not their play, right? Yeah. All right, well, I think this is going to uh, wrap up this episode. Boys, it was a pleasure, as always. Um, If you have any questions, comments, anything, you can DM us or comment on Instagram at Fanalyze Sports. Thank you guys for watching, and we will see you in the next one. Bye.